What on earth am I here for? Hey, did you know that this is, these two books that I hold are the two uh, all-time bestsellers in the history of humanity. Did you know that? The Bible and this book, which originally was titled The Purpose Driven Life, there's still copies of that available. This is just the revised standard uh, version. And purpose, the Purpose Driven Life slash What on Earth Am I Here For is a 40-day journey to discover the purposes of God or the purpose of God for our life. I, pardon me, Jeremiah asked that question. Why was I born? Have you ever thought about that in your own life? What, what on earth am I here for? I seem to be stumbling around. Am I here to, you know, to, to, what am I, what on earth am I here for? Uh, in fact, uh, I think one of the reasons this book was so, uh, wildly, uh, successful and remains that is because people have that question in their heart. Uh, and so it'll transform and change your life. When you go through scripture, there's a lot of things about 40 days. How many of you know, how many, how many days was, was Noah on the ark for 40 days? I think so. Uh, anybody think of something else? Uh, pardon me? Uh, well, let me just go over here and look. Here we go. I think, I think, I think it's right here. I'll just look in my, my, here we go. Nope. That's, here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's right in the beginning. Noah's life was transformed by 40 days of rain. Moses was transformed by 40 days on Mount Sinai. The spies were transformed by 40 days in the promised land. David was transformed by Goliath's 40-day challenge. That's interesting to me. Elijah was transformed when God gave him 40 days of strength from one meal. Think about these things. There's nothing happenstance about that. The entire city of Nineveh was transformed when God gave the people 40 days to change. I didn't realize that. And then Jesus was empowered by 40 days in the wilderness. And here's one I didn't realize. The disciples were transformed by 40 days with Jesus after his resurrection. So when he rose again, he spent 40 days uh, so there's something significant about 40 days. And I believe if all of us uh, will take 40 days. Now, let me just say, if you haven't ordered this, this is so easy. Stacy, where are you? Stacy, last Sunday when I started talking about this, she has an app on her phone, that's, which is Amazon app, right? The, but it, So it makes it quicker. Uh, how long did it take you while I was speaking to order this book uh, uh, on your phone while I was talking? 20 seconds. How long would it take us to drive to the bookstore? They probably don't have any because I bought the last four or five. In fact, there may be one or two out there that you can purchase at a greatly inflated price of $15 because uh, you can get them for 10 online. Uh, I had to pay 15 for them. Uh, so uh, it's simple to get. One of the, be- In fact, uh, I think Rick says in the book there's over 25,000 uh, days in the average person's life, don't you think it would be good if we took 40 of those days to discover the purpose of God for our life? Now, some of you have a false belief system. Let me explain it to you. Well, I'm just going to read the Bible. There's so many books out there. I'm just reading the Bible. I'm not reading no other books. You never know what's in those other books. Hey, and you, and you know what? If you read the Bible, you'll know whether other books are good, okay? <laughs> All right? All right. 
And in this book, let me just tell you about this 40-day book. It's the simplest read you will ever read. It is not complicated. In fact, Eugene, where are you? Eugene got excited about the book, and he said, I've already started reading it a little bit. And he said, I had to catch myself because I want to just keep reading. You're not supposed to do that. Don't read three or four days at once, okay? We're not going to give you a brownie star if you finish the 40-day book in 15 days or 15 hours. In fact, we're going to slap you on the wrist and say, shame on you. That's not what you're supposed to do, okay? All of us together... Are going to read through this. And I'm telling you, each day takes you no more than five minutes. And if you're like some who say, you know what, I just don't read very well, then you take one a day and read it five times to get it. Come on now. Whatever it takes, don't, don't default to, well, I'm just not a reader. I'm not a reader either. Could I tell you? Some people are voracious readers. My, my family didn't teach me to be a voracious reader, so I have to work at reading. And I have a, I have a tinge, and if you're with me, say amen. I have a tinge of attention deficit disorder. <laughs> Anybody else got a little twinge of attention deficit disorder? Now, back when I was a kid, I didn't because my daddy knew how to break that off of me. He, he just go, all of a sudden, there's no more disorder. <laughs> he had my undivided attention. And so don't default to that, all right? Uh, and just, and, and, and say, you know what? I'm going to do 40 days and it will transform your life and, and, and habits are formed in this time. I believe that's why many times God does things in increments of time. And, and this 40 day thing, uh, you think about the, the, the disciples, Jesus resurrection, 40 days with them. He was working some things within them for those 40 days. And so there's a lot of value in this book. It is extremely valuable. In fact, there's added resources that, that, uh, that will, uh, you, you'll see in here. In fact, every, I don't do this, but, uh, there's, what's that little code, the QR code you see on all kinds of things. I think you have to download an app. I'm not sure. Can you just take your phone and I don't know, I think, but it'll, it'll, that code, if you know what you're doing, which I don't, will lead you to uh, a little two or three minute video that Rick Warren shares about that chapter. Okay. So that'll, you can, that, that's all explained in the book. Uh, and look here, nearly 3000 scripture quotations. This guy is basing everything he says upon the Word of God. In fact, he uses all kinds of different uh, uh, quotations and, and uh, uh, or, pardon me, uh, translations and paraphrases. Uh, and so uh, it's a great book. It's a great tool. And I want you to go on this journey with me. Uh, let me just walk you quickly uh, uh, through uh, the the first seven days, because Monday starts the first seven days. And then we'll look at these five purposes. Day one, it all starts with God. Everyone say it all starts with God. Man, your purpose all starts with God. In fact, I think the first, uh, let me just see. I've quoted this a hundred times. I believe it's still true. Uh, the first four ver words, not verses of chapter one say, it's not about you. Everyone say, it's not about you. 
God didn't create, in fact, a lot of us in our life, uh, we're trying to figure out what God wants us to do, but we, but we think it's all about us. It's not all about us. Uh, and so day one, it all starts with God. Day two, uh, you're not an accident. Tell somebody you're not an accident. Man, there, did you know there are accidental parents? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand here. There's accidental parents, but how many of you know there's no accidental children? You're not an accident. And what Rick's trying to get us to do is realize, hey, God has a plan. And did you know God's big enough to, to look down through the tunnel of time, forward, backwards, and left and right, and, and understand and know that, that, that he has a plan for your life. Day three, what drives your life? And I'm telling you, this is huge because you've got to deal with these things. And if you're ever going to get to the place where you let, uh, the Lord lead you and drive you and motivate you, uh, you know, and so huge things preparing us to discover God's purpose for our life. Day four, uh, you're made to last forever. In other words, it, there's eternity at stake here. I told my friend yesterday uh, on his bed, potentially his his uh, the last bed he'll ever live in, I told him, I said, listen, uh, you're, you're, after he prayed that prayer, I said, do you know your last breath on planet earth will be your first breath in eternity? And so... Rick here saying, man, we're made to last forever. And then day five, seeing life from God's view. That's so important. Day six, life is a temporary assignment. As we realize, we all of us realize and know something that our days are numbered. How many of you know our days are numbered? They really are. Beverly and I turned 60 this past year. She turned, yeah, we turned 60. She's a little older than me. I married an older woman, but we both turned 60. And not to be morbid here, but uh, I don't know how many, if you do your math here, if the average uh, life days are 25,000, somebody do their math. Beverly and I, are on the, we're in the twilight years, believe it or not. Our days are numbered as well as your days are numbered. No one knows. Uh, and it's a temporary assignment and we need to make the most of every opportunity. Uh, and then day seven, uh, the reason for everything. So all these first seven days that you're going to go through with, uh, in your 40 day journey are going to prep you and prepare you, uh, to, to begin to understand the next five weeks or the next, uh, 33 days. Uh, and that's, uh, the five purposes that you will discover here. And here they are. Let's go through them. Uh, the five purposes. Uh, from the purpose-driven life that really fit us all. You were planned for God's pleasure. Look at your neighbor and say, you were planned for God's pleasure. That means, and it really boils down to worship. Now, how many of you know worship is more than a song service? Well, we just had worship today, and now we're going to have the Word. Well, I understand that. Uh, worship is much more. And, and, the, and these... Uh, um, uh, uh, devotions that go through, uh, discovering that you were planned for God's pleasure, help teach you how to make Jesus the center of your life, make God the center of your life and center your life around him. You see, he can't be just a part of your life. He's got to be the reason for your being. In fact, he's the source of life. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So you'll learn and we'll learn together that our life is to bring God pleasure. And so that's so hugely important that our life is a life of worship to God. 
that He wants us to worship Him not just with our words, but with our ways and, and, and with our days and all the things that we have, that, that our life would bring glory and honor to God. Are you with me? Say amen. And then the next purpose that we're going to discover is that we were formed for God's family. That means fellowship. We've talked about that a lot here at Church on the Rock. That's one of our church family uh, 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 directives, if you will. We were were called to gather, amen. Uh, that's fellowship. Uh, that's not just eating chicken after church and going home. It's building relationships with other believers. It's connecting with the family of faith. I was talking to a pastor uh, a few days ago, and we were talking about church and he had just retired. He's 70 years old. We were doing a funeral together for um, um, uh, Ella Rose on Friday, correct, Friday. Uh, and he just retired from his pastorate after 70 years. We're talking about people. Uh, and we're talking about the, the good ones and the bad ones. How many of you know uh, for every, in every family there's the good ones and the bad ones? And we were talking about church. He said, you know, we, what, what we've learned is, is there are different kinds of people in all the churches, but in every church, there's a bunch of the same kind. There's all, all manner. You just, you just change the names, but it's all the same. <laughs> there's people who, who just have issues all the time, so on and so forth. Uh, but the reality is, uh, we need to connect with the family of faith and grow together and come together. And we said this, I told him this, I believe that as the days move on, the importance and the priority of the local church is going to become more valuable to people than ever before and may become uh, the, the most popular place in town. And so I really believe that as we draw closer to the return of Jesus Christ. So you're going to discover that you were formed for God's family, and that's fellowship. And then we're going to discover uh, purpose number three, that you were created to become like Christ. That's called discipleship. What did Jesus tell us to do in the Great Commission that we're praying over these 30 days? He said, go into all the world and make what? Disciples. Those are genuine followers of Christ. It means that we all have a responsibility to cultivate spiritual maturity in our life, to grow up. Turn around and tell somebody, look at a stranger. You may not even know them. Look somebody in the eye and just say, it's time we grow up around here. <laughs> That was a little unnerving for some, and some of you relished the thought there. You just enjoyed saying that. It's time to grow up. We need to spiritually mature. That's part of our purpose, to become more like Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. And then we're going to learn, as we have learned in many different ways before, we're going to learn that our purpose, we're shaped for serving God. God has a shape. How many of you have been through our, what we call our connect course here at Church on the Rock? Our connect course. Uh, there, it, uh, some of it was taken from Rick Warren's purpose driven, uh, church and purpose driven life. Uh, and we fill out a shape. Uh, we look at our shape. And that stands for our spiritual gifts, our heartbeat, our abilities, our personality, our experiences, shape. Uh, and you're going to discover here that we all have a shape, but we're shaped for serving God. God wants you to be his servant, not only in your life, but in his life, in the church, our ministry, our place of service. It's where we give our contribution of our life to God. How many of you know the Bible says it's better to give than to receive? 
Sadly, in churches, some people come to receive, receive, receive. Man, I got to go to church. Man, I need a word from the Lord. I got to go to church because I need this. I need that. I got to go to church because I need... Listen, oh, back up to the first part of this book. It's not about you. I need to go to church because there's some people there who need my contribution. Not just a contribution of our stuff, but a contribution of our life, our shape. Our spiritual gifts, our heartbeat, our, our, our passion or our, our, our purpose in life, our experiences, our abilities, all that we are wrapped up together are a great gift to the body of Christ. Amen. And then we're going to discover together that we're made for a mission and that's evangelism. That's reaching people for Christ. Man, I'm more excited about this than ever before. I'm learning some things myself, uh, and I'm learning that we have a misunderstanding about evangelism. We think that's the evangelist that comes and does evangelism. Uh, and uh, But all of us have a responsibility to share Christ and to share His story and our story about Him and how He's interacted with us in our life. It's where we communicate God's love to others. And so that's our purposes. We're made for a mission. You have a mission to do, a responsibility. If we didn't have a responsibility on planet earth here to win more to Christ, then, hey, we just might as well go to heaven. We might as well cash it in because uh, we're just taking up valuable space. And so, uh, uh, but God's got us here for a purpose. And we're going to discover on a personal level, what on earth am I here for? We're going to begin to appropriate these things. And I'm going to, I want to reaffirm to you, this will be the easiest 40-day devotional you will ever go through. And at the end of every day, there's some things, you, there's a point to ponder where you can meditate on that. There's a verse to remember. You can remember some of these verses. There's questions to consider. And there's a message to hear that you can go to on, online and hear a full-blown message on that exact day. So this is going to be a great ride, and I encourage you to go along with me on it. Now, Wednesday night, now here, here's the habit. Of, the habit of some is, everyone say the habit of some is. The habit of some is, is, or really the necessity of some is, I'm going to have mercy on you, but the habit of some is that on Wednesday night, it's a work day, it's a school night, man, I'm just not, I just don't want, I could go, but I just don't want to go. I want to encourage you. I want to behoove you. I want to beseech you to be here on Wednesday night, at least for the next six weeks, because we're going to go through, uh, in fact, we're going to watch a 30-minute video from Rick Warren, then we're going to break up into growth groups. Everyone say growth groups. We've got some great growth group leaders. There'll be tables like this scattering. I think we've got three adult growth groups. We've got a youth growth group. If you're in youth ministry or you know some young people, listen, those young people need to know their purpose in life. Get your young people here. Uh, and so on Wednesday night, I want to encourage you to say to your wife, to your family, uh, for the next six Wednesday nights, we're going to be at church at seven o'clock and we're going to plug in and we're going to go through that. We're going to get every bang for our buck. We're not going to just halfway go through this. We're going all the way. We're all in and we're going to do it together. And everybody said, amen. Now, website. This is a tool to help you. Purposedriven.com. Everyone say purposedriven.com. 
If you go, when you open that website, there's three little circles, three circles. On the right one is learning or learn my purpose. When you click on that, it will take you to a page that has resources that I've mentioned about day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. You want me to keep going all the way to 40? You get the picture. Uh, and each one, and there's, there is, there is a audio lesson you can plug in and listen to, uh, and then there's that little two or three minute uh, video that you can look at, which gives you an overview of that day, which are, are the ones you would get if you had this book and you scanned that QR. Is it called QR code? If you scan that QR code. Uh, and then there's printed outlines that you can print out as you listen to Pastor Rick talk about and preach from. Really, some of them, are, those are not little three or four. Those are like 30 to 40 minute, maybe some 50 minute messages when you have some real time. You print his notes. You can go through. You can fill out the notes. You can develop a binder. I'm telling you, you can discover your purpose. You can answer the question, what on earth am I here for? Okay? And so... So that's the, man, I'm all over desiring to get as many as I can to do that. Now, let me show you a couple more things. Uh, he's got a little intro material here, but on page 17, he calls it my covenant. And here he's asking all of us, and I'm asking you, to sign this covenant agreement. With God's help, I commit the next 40 days of my life to discovering God's purpose for my life and sign your name on the dotted line. Has anybody ever had to sign your name on the dotted line for anything? I see Cindy over here. Cindy works at Nature's Federal Credit Union, and she's had me sign my name on a few dotted lines. And and uh, she knows if I fail to, uh, you know, go through with my designated responsibility, she she can take that. You signed on the dotted line, therefore pay up. And so he said, "Well, I don't want to sign on the dotted line." How many of you are married here today? You made a covenant. And we tend to think covenants, that's just for marriage. We're not, I don't, we talking about covenant. I don't understand. We live in a whole generation of covenant breakers. The whole world's filled with covenant breakers. People who are breaking their promises. And God forbid that the church should be filled with covenant breakers. And so I want to encourage you with God's help to commit the next 40 days of your life to discovering God's purpose for your life. Now, let me just say this. If you don't have book in hand, I don't know if there's still any out there. Uh, 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 there's two out there. So we have two out there left. But listen, uh, you again, how Laura, uh, Stacey, how long did it take for your books to come in? Two days. Okay, listen, if you got online today and ordered one, if you missed the rush for the last two, you say, why is there only two? That's all I got all they had. All right. Uh, if you miss the rush for the last two, you get online today and, and just order it in a couple of three days. It'll be on your doorstep and, and you can then catch up and, and just slip in an extra and get back on track and stay with us. Even if you don't want to catch up, just start, just start. Everybody say, just begin. Yes. You can get them on ebooks if you're a, if you're a e-reader. If you just 
Auto also audio. So all kinds of resources there. And so if you like the electronic method uh, and want to read it on your laptop or your uh, iPad or whatever, uh, did you buy one off online, by the way? Did you buy the book and, and put it on your... How Was it a 10 bucks? 99 cents for the whole book for the e-book. 99 cents. Okay. I'm taking my book back. I don't know. There you go. I signed on the dotted line. In fact, I, I told Beverly I remembered this because I was listening to their voice recorder at the bookstore and they said they have a price matching thing. What if I, I, I bet it doesn't matter for, for e-books. But all right, there you go. Uh, I don't do this often. I told you this wasn't going to be your standard uh, day. Uh, I want to read a poem that's in here. Uh, and uh, let's see. I think says it all. It's by Russell Kelfer. I don't even know the title. It doesn't give the title. But here it is. If you have your book, it's on page 29. You are who you are for a reason. You're part of an intricate plan. Your precious and perfect unique design called God's special woman or man. You look like you look for a reason. Our God made no mistake. He knit you together within the womb. You're just what He wanted to make. The parents you had were the ones He chose. And no matter how you feel, they were custom designed with God's plan in mind. And they bear the Master's seal. No, the trauma you faced was not easy. And God wept that it hurt you so. But it allowed to shape your heart. But it was allowed to shape your heart so that into His likeness, you'd grow. You are who you are for a reason. You've been formed by the master's rod. You are who you are, beloved, because there is a God. Amen. So God created us and he didn't create us without a divine purpose in mind. And it, and it, it's so important for each of us to take the next 40 days and begin to discover God's purposes for our life and begin to operate in them and begin to function in them. And, and I want to tell you, if you'll do this, if you'll go down this road with us, if we go down this road together, some of the things in your life that you thought would never change, listen to me, will begin to change in your life. Some of the biggies that you thought you'd never be able to get over, you'll begin to get over them because of the transforming power of God's Word and the discipline of life that you uh, began to integrate into your world. Your life will begin to be tra- changed and transformed. And I know all of us have some things where we need to change. Look at your neighbor and just tell them, there's some things in you that need to change. There's things in you that need to change. You can tell me that's true. <laughs> Amen. And and you know what? The God who never changes is busy about the business of changing things. And he'll he'll make a difference in your life. Now, with that in mind, I don't know what time it is. What time is it? What time is it? What? Oh, that's perfect. Thank you, Cindy. We're going to pray together and we're going to ask the Lord to help us in this journey. 
We're going to ask Him to help us be prayer warriors and pray for the next 30 days. But we're going to ask Him to help us go down this road together. And if for some strange reason you don't have the 99 cents to download it onto your iPad or if you don't have an iPad, if some strange reason or some reason you just don't have the $10 to order it off of eBay or, or Amazon uh, or pay the, the $16.95 at the bookstore, the $15 here, you just let me know however you let me know and I'll make sure you get a copy of what on earth am I here for. Uh, and so... Uh, it'll be the best for you that purchase it. It'll be one of the best investments you make all year. Uh, and uh, and so I really believe that. Let me close with a story and then we're going to pray. I think I mentioned this earlier. There's a gentleman uh, that goes to uh, Southwest Harvest Church in Duncanville, Texas, Pastor Sonny's church, uh, Sonny and Susan. Uh, and uh, he's a very esteemed gentleman and a very disciplined man, his business is he prepares uh, high school students to to be able to get into high-end colleges, which it's very hard to get into. He, he, he mentors them sometimes for two, sometimes three years. He mentors people like Jerry Jones's kiddos and his grand, grandkids. That's the kind of clientele he has. Uh, and so he's very smart. He's very wise. He loves Jesus with all his heart. He travels the world and does missions. Uh, and he tells me this every time I meet him. He says, hello, Sam. You know you're God's masterpiece. And so I try to beat him to the punch. Uh, uh, and uh, I was quizzing him the other day because people like that, I want to learn something from them. We're talking about reading books. He said, well, you know, there's some books I read once. Some books I'll read, you know, twice. There's some books I read every year. I said, really? Now, that piqued my interest. You read books, the same book every year? He said, oh, yes. I said, give me one. I, he said, here's the one. If I can't do any of them, here's what I'll do. The Purpose Driven Life. He reads it every year. I said all that to say, uh, this won't hurt you. <laughs> It'll help you. Let's stand together. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, today as we come to this launching pad, this launching pad of discovering the purposes of God for our life, this launching pad of answering the age-old question, what on earth am I here for? I pray our church family would get on board together and even those that are not able to be here this morning would somehow get this uh, message into their hearts and they would join us in the morning. They would join us this week, not only in prayer, but as we go down this journey together to discover the purposes of God for our life. Lord, we do realize that you have a plan for our life, that it's all about you. You've called us and created us to worship and bring you glory. You've called us and created us to be more like you and, and be a disciple of Jesus Christ. You've called us and created us, Lord, to serve in the local church. Lord, you've called us and created us, Lord, to do so many things and ultimately to reach our world for Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord God, for the transformation to begin in our own hearts and in our own lives. Just lay your hand on your heart today and let's agree together. Father, we lay our hands on our hearts.
Lord, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would see us and know us as we know you do. And we pray, Lord, that our hearts would be open to you as we begin this journey together, the journey to discover the purposes of God for our lives. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.